Welcome to Formations, a podcast that allows you to learn and reflect on a relationship of growth with Jesus Christ. We're students at Gordon College studying biblical studies, Christian ministries, and theology. Marley and I teamed up to bring you this four-part series called Formations, which will dive into how we, as the body of Christ, can foster spiritual growth that encourages authentic discipleship on social media and beyond. We're recording at the beginning of May 2021. The flowers are blooming and we're all pretending it's warmer outside than it actually is. Welcome to Formations. This is the last episode that Ellen and I are recording for this specific series. Hopefully we will come back with more, but as of right now, this is it. Podcast number four. Ellen, how are you feeling? I just feel so grateful to be able to share these thoughts, Mm -hmm. uh, to sum up so much of the course content we've been exploring. Um, Even in making our notes for this, like I didn't, I didn't exactly feel like prepared for it. Um, But honestly, in talking it out, I've just been really amazed at how far we've come in our understanding of formations and our understanding of traditions um, uh, of formations in our understanding of digital space. I mean, there's so much here in, in Root and Brueggemann. There's just, yeah, yeah. there's so much to think about. Um, but I just think it's been a real blessing to tie it together in conversation. Yeah, this has been amazing. So for a little background, um, we're giving you the background at the end because that's what we like to do. Ellen and I are very creative-minded people and we don't like to do anything normal. But... <laughs> This is a project that we are working on for a Christian formation class at Gordon College. And what we wanted to do was we had this project. It was a paper called Practical Theology. And it's looking at how we can take something, not necessarily an issue, but something we want to embed or grow within the church um, and how we can do that in spiritual formation. So this is supposed to be a paper. And Ellen and I, we write papers like no one's business. Like We have written so many papers this semester that we looked at each other and we're like, we don't want to write a paper. So we proposed to our professor, um, Dr. Ketchum, if we could create this podcast series and workbook, that would be something that's actually practical and tangible to the people of Gordon College and beyond to, a- to be able to interact with spiritual formation and Christian formation and something that's not just written on paper. So that was our heart. Our heart was, what can we do to actually live out what we want to talk about? So I know Ellen and I will probably be listening to this podcast and doing our workbook after this. So maybe we can do a episode five of how it went for us because that would be really fun so that's just kind of a little background of what this whole podcast series was about but this last episode is going to be about how do we move forward why is this so important why has this conversation gotten to where it is today So through our podcast, we have talked about the issue of the digital space and consumption, specifically with comparison and how it can lead us to be isolated and alone and kind of have this inauthentic sense of ourself and how that is not where we should be as Christians, that we can use the digital space and digital platforms for Christ in awesome ways through discipleship and community, through being authentic and through sharing the gospel. Ellen, why don't you talk a little bit about this workbook we have been putting together and that is in our podcast notes. It's on the link. Hopefully you've been able to engage with it. Um, but talk more about how we kind of went into that and, and why. So we started with a whiteboard 
Absolutely. <laughs> We're we all put, great ideas. We start. put our uh, podcast questions and topics on one side of the whiteboard. And on the other side, we put numbers one, two, three, four and thought, what, what will help to digest the, the thoughts shared in the podcast? And um, also that the practices in the handbook and the thoughts can be shared with other people. Mm. Because um, while talking about, talking about the digital space is so often individualized and isolating, um, the way that Christians can engage with the digital world is through community. Yeah. And so we approached it um, with an idea that this would be done in a small group, that you could do this on Zoom, you could do this in person. Um, it's supposed to be pandemic friendly, I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> um, that you, you could even listen to these podcasts with other people. Um, but the idea is you do some of this work um, yourself and then you meet together in a group and talk about it. Um and, and vice versa. We also wanted some things that launched with the group. So it wasn't just me coming to you. Yeah. It was also us going out. Yeah, community is huge. And Alan and I, like I mentioned, we are huge creative people. So we were thinking, how can we allow for there to be a space of creativity in this world where creativity is being like blown up? It is so cool to see different things on social media of like, what are people creating today? Whether that's different resources, different books, art whatever. And we want this space and this handbook to be accessible to all different types of people. So we have multiple different types of prompts in our handbook and different practices that will reach not just one person, but hopefully many people who have different creative ideas like we do. And that was ultimately like what we want to do. We wanted to make it not just for the person who wanted to do a word Bible study, but mm -hmm. something that could be creative and formative. One approach would be that you have someone that is a designated leader of a small group, um, and, and you can do this with just three people even. Yeah. Um, you could just do this as a partner, or you could do it in a bigger group, whatever whatever is fitting the setting that you're hoping to engage with the material. Absolutely. So as we went through this, we had two different practices and values that we kind of came up with that were amazing. Ellen, why don't you to explain this first one about discernment and how discernment really plays into the digital space and how we interact um, as Christians and as disciples? I think the first thing to think about is discernment is slow. Mm. It is a time to reflect. Um, when we approach discernment from the contemplative tradition, it is very, very reflective. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um uh, historically, this is a, a long retreat where you think about the pros and cons of different um, opportunities and and decisions, um, and uh, especially if you're trying to make a decision about something bigger, and you are leaving space for God's voice um, and to have a feeling of peace. Um, another way that we can approach the sermon, though, is that it works in our everyday decisions, um, that God is available to us in all of our decisions in life, and he is always speaking and always moving. Mm. And so how can we hear that? And I think when we're thinking about social media, um, we think about the content we're posting. Is this really edifying for other people? Yeah. Is my comment just a reaction? Or am I actually offering something to the conversation? Is silence the better option here? 
And, and it's not like you're going to spend 30 days trying to decide whether or not <laughs> to post something. That's not the question we're asking. Um, and that's really not how our digital space really works. It, right. it's, it's pretty fast. Um, but it is asking us to slow down just enough to realize what's happening, to take in information, and um, to slow that reaction time. I think that's the biggest thing we see, especially um, in um, American politics yeah. with the polarization. It's a time to slow down. Let's slow our reactions. Let's slow down our exclamation points. Absolutely. Um, I know for me, I had an experience where I thought a long, long time about posting something on social media, on Facebook, and also on my Instagram um, but I was more nervous for Facebook because I have different, there are different people that engage on different platforms. And I was more nervous for posting something on Facebook that was more of a political statement. And I thought about it so long. And I, because um, I, I just thought, like, is this really worth my time? Right. Um, and I ended up posting it after a long time and lots of editing and even sending it to other people because I just wanted to be like, look, this, is, this isn't me just trying to assert myself. This is me just like, trying to offer something that's that's a voice that I feel like is missing. Um, and most of the comments I got were actually quite affirming, mm-hmm. which was, you know, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but sometimes there were uh, there was pushback. Um, and that's probably a much lighter way of saying that. <laughs> um, pushback sounds like it was, you know, a conversation. Sometimes it did not really feel like a conversation, but it did give opportunity to ask questions. And that's what I did. I, my response to other people that disagreed was just asking questions. Um, how would you approach this differently? Or where do you think this fits into it? Instead of, instead of um, coming back with my exclamation points, coming back with my questions. Because I wanted to learn. My, my the whole post was um, that I wanted to, I had a thought and I wanted to hear how could I learn about this differently? What are the strengths and limitations of what I'm saying here? And people definitely offered the strengths and people definitely offered the limitations. So I think social media is definitely a place for discernment, um, a place to slow. Yeah, absolutely. Ellen and I actually did an entire podcast on spiritual discernment. So if you ever want to listen to that, That will also be in our podcast notes. We'll post a link. But I wanted to read this one quote from that, which is by Henry Nouwen, one of my favorite people. I look up to him so much. And he said, knowing Jesus, reading his words and praying, create increasing clarity about evil and good, sin and grace, Satan and God. So that is the big important part about discernment is that we pray and we know Jesus more so that we can hear and discern his voice. Now, another value that we have come up with for this practice of spiritual formation in the digital digital realm is contribution. This is a value that was written about by Dr. Ketchum in her book, Reciprocal Church. 100% recommend looking at this. It talks so much about youth ministry and how we can create spaces um, for both youth, but also just adults. And knowing Christ and experiencing him. And when she talks about contribution, it's more than just this participation. She says, valuing contribution asks people to cause a change by bringing, adding, creating, endeavoring, improving, or enhancing. Contribution is entrepreneurial at its core. And if if this isn't entrepreneurial, I don't know what is. If this isn't creative, I don't know what is. So I encourage you that through different means, whether that's art, whether that's writing, reading, Like you as a student, you as a learner 
can engage in creating spaces that allow people to connect and engage with the gospel. And that is contributing to the kingdom of God. It's not contributing necessarily to self, but it's contributing to this greater mission, which is building the kingdom of God. I mean, we look to the Great Commission in Matthew where it says, go and make disciples of all nations. And for people who don't know, disciples actually means learners. So if you're doing this and you're learning and you're educating yourself and you're learning together, you are a disciple. So be encouraged by that. Contribute. That is important. And that is beautiful. Marley, how do you think we see the reciprocal value of contribution in the digital space? I think that there are so many ways we can see it in the digital space, whether that's reposting something we've learned or perhaps once we've had that time of small group time, being able to go back and onto social media and say, hey, this is what I've learned. What do you think? Or I don't know, even a challenge I'm thinking of this is after you listen to this podcast, go onto your social media account and say, hey, would anyone be willing to join me in a four day, four week, however long podcast series um, and handbook so that I can grow with Christ, so that we can grow together and keep each other accountable? Like that is contributing. Um, it's small ways. It could be just starting something. It could be checking yourself like you said making sure what you're posting is not going to be divisive and going to create turmoil but are you posting something that's going to glorify god or glorify self and i know that can be hard with instagram and facebook because you know we post a lot of pictures of ourselves. but ultimately is it glorifying god and is it um helping to lead people to jesus and i think that is what contribution is about I think one of the challenges of um, Christian contribution in social media, as Marley just mentioned, posting pictures of yourself um, isn't inherently bad, or at least no, I don't think Gen Z thinks it is. <laughs> no, um, and, and I think that the ways that different Christians contribute are going to look different. Absolutely. Um, Marley and I are definitely two people that do believe in the power of social media, um, do believe in making friendships through social media. Um, not that that's the only way, but just that that is possible and that the, that can be real. Um, but for some Christians, engaging with social media, like Francis Chan, is going to look like a step back. Yeah. It's going to look like not engaging on there because there are plenty of other voices there. Yeah. And sometimes it means removing your voice um, because it's not helpful. And that is okay. And for him, if he said anything, it would point right back to himself. Um, but for other people, they, they might actually be able to create tools that do glorify God. And not mm -hmm. that Francis Chan couldn't do no, that, yeah. um, but he's decided that that space isn't the space that he needs to use right now. At one point, I think he, he did. did. Yeah, absolutely. And then recognize that people were just waiting for the next Francis Chan sermon instead yeah. of the next word of God, yeah. the next voice of God. So it really is about checking yourself. And maybe that's having someone to keep you accountable of like, hey, Ellen, did you like think about what you posted? Like, is this glorifying God? Is this creating a space for community and discipleship, or are you closing people out? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, Instagram can be fun. Facebook can be fun and for play, but not at the ex, not at the expense of others mm -hmm. and at the expense of community. So that is my biggest, like, I agree. Social media is such a tool and is vital, especially right now in our day and age, especially through COVID. Um, the digital space is here. It is, it is online. We are online. And so we have to just be as Christians, diligent, and discerning of what we are doing and what we are contributing to. Ellen and I would like to thank you for listening to the Formations podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it and that you learned what it looks like to engage on the digital space as a Christian and to develop spaces and community 
in discipleship, we encourage you to look at our podcast notes, which will include the link to the handbook. Do this handbook with community. Challenge yourself and post on Instagram saying, hey, are there three or four people who want to meet on Zoom this month and go through this with me? Challenge yourself. This is about community. You can do it alone, but we encourage you to do it together. Do life with people because that is how Christ did life with us. And he continues to do life with us. And as we talked about so much, this is the Spirit's work. This is not you trying to form yourself. Yep. This is us being open to the formation of Christ. Absolutely. So enjoy. And we can't wait to do this again. Yeah. And uh, let us know what you thought. Yeah. We, we would love to hear some feedback. 